Rinpoche began the section on the great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment on the 12 links of dependent origination. What Okay, so uh, so uh, once again, uh, we are looking at Lama Tsongkhapa's uh, great treatise on the stage of the path to enlightenment, and specifically. Uh, we're going to be looking at a section within the training the mind in the stage of the past shared in common with beings of medium capacity um, on the 12 factors of dependent origination. So uh, that's going to be on page 315, I believe is the number, uh, where that starts. Um, so if we look at the outline uh, for that section on training the mind in the stage of the path uh, shared in common with beings of uh, medium capacity, uh, we can break that down into four categories. Uh, the first category is the mental training. Uh, the second category is the measure of the determination to be free or the measure of renunciation. Or, um, the third category is um, called dispelling misconceptions. Uh, and then the fourth category is ascertaining the nature of the path leading to liberation. Um, so. Uh, looking at that first category, um, the mental training, uh, we have two categories. First, uh, the identification of the mind intent on liberation or identification of renunciation, the desire to definitely emerge. Uh, and then the second category is the method for developing renunciation or the method for developing this desire to definitely emerge. Um, so when we look at that second category, which deals with method, we find there are two major headings. First, reflection from the, uh, on suffering and its origin. So we've kind of gone through all of that. And then the second category is a reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 links of dependent origination. Uh, so that's where we're going to begin today, reflection from the viewpoint of the 12 links of dependent origination. And again, that's on page 315. Oh, yeah. Um, so, the Buddha has stated um, that the picture um, dealing with the um, wheel of existence um, that depicts the 12 links of dependent origination should be put on the backs of sides of doors in temples. Uh, in, in monastery or temples, best translation. Uh, so this is something that the Buddha stated. Uh, 
కాంబాకి జాలు తెలుసు సార్ గోజాలు Uh, many of the temples have this uh, on the back side of the door or even the back side of the, the actual buildings. They have these um, uh, pictures um, of the wheel of existence, C.P. Corlo. So in Thailand or Korea or Vietnam, uh, Jai. Jai number. Uh, or the Chinese Buddhists. I'm not sure if there's this... Um, um, Uh, emphasis on the wheel of existence that we find in, in our tradition. ตัวเจ็บเนี่ยตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ็บตัวเจ
So, in looking at the 12 factors of dependent origination, we begin with ignorance. This is the first among the 12 links. So based on this ignorance that we have, um, or benighted ignorance uh, um, that we have, then there's karma that's accumulated and then uh, seeds of, of, or imprints that are then uh, posited um, in the consciousness. Uh, and then this is what causes uh, the cyclic existence to um, go on or to occur. It's this ignorance that then causes the karma, that causes these imprints, um, that, that keeps the cycle going. So in Jayan Sheba's outline, uh, when we uh, look at the first uh, category, which is ignorance, he says that the, this is divided into two parts. Uh, the first part deals with the nature of ignorance, or the sometimes translated as definition, but nature is more literal, nature of ignorance. Uh, and then the second category is the divisions of ignorance. So then this section on nature is divided into three categories. And the Zhu Lung. Zhu Lung, last time. Okay, 
So the first category uh, deals with this incompatibility um, with um, this ignorance, which is this incompatibility with the truth um, or with the um, cognition, valid cognition. Um, and this is referring to this um, grasping at the eye as being truly established. It's this awareness that uh, realizes, uh, uh, that, that believes that there is um, some sort of uh, um, uh, truly existence uh, um, self. Um, so this belief in this truly existence self uh, um, um, then is this first type of ignorance that is incompatible with correct cognition. Um, so the object of this ignorance is the I itself um, in this particular case. Uh, and the I is being misapprehended as being truly established, as having some sort of um, true existence. Um, so this is what this first uh, point is referring to. It says, the treasury of knowledge. Ignorance is like animosity and falsehood. Animosity and falsehood uh, refer neither to the absence of friendship and truth, nor what is different from these two, but rather to the classes of phenomenon that are directly uh, antithetical to and incompatible with friendship and truth. Uh, likewise, um, uh, are opposite of friendship and truth, almost, with this word incompatible. Likewise, ignorance uh, also refers neither to the absence of that cognition, which is the remedy for ignorance, nor to what is other than this, but to the classes of phenomena that are directly antithetical to and inc incompatible with uh, cognition. Um, so this is that first category. Uh, which is referring to that misapprehension, that grasping at phenomena as being uh, truly, uh, specifically grasping at the eye as being truly established. Uh, so what we're speaking of is similar to that example of the um, grasping at a rope as being a snake um, and, and then the opposite of that uh, which is correct, is grasping at it as being a rope. Um, so in this case, we're grasping at the eye as being truly established, as opposed to um, recognizing the lack of true establishment of the eye, which is compatible with cognition. So this incompatibility is the falsehood, the incorrect cognition that's taking place. Uh, and that then serves as the root of cyclic existence, uh, this grasping at 
uh, um, the I as being truly existence um, or having some raon de drupa, some inherent uh, establishment or inherent existence. Um, so uh, this is uh, category number one. Okay. That neighbor, the Jita Mariban Jubilun, Jita Mariban Jubi, Jita. So when we divide divide the mind-only school uh, into categories, um, we would, uh, so when we're looking at the various uh, um, systems, and we divide the mind-only school, we can divide it into two categories. Uh, The mind-only school uh, tending towards scripture, or the scriptural uh, mind-only school, uh, and then the um, logic, I'll find the exact name, it's uh, like analysis is the word, the direct word, analysis, mind-only school. Um, So when we look at the two, uh, um, asanga, tome dan inye lung, so asanga uh, and vasubandhu would be proponents of the scriptural uh, mind-only school, Uh, and then dignaga dharmakirti uh, would be proponents of... Dharma Kirti would be a, a proponent of the um, logic uh, mind only. It's called something else. What? Dharma Jita, Dharma Nibhati, Taribiji, Nagi, Pechujita, Biludi, Mugare, Pechujita, Biludi, Tela, Tela, and Tela, and Derris, Nibhuri, Bane, Yantaba, Kazaki, that may be doing. ตัวนี้ไปยิงไปเขาจะกระดาษเขาจะกระดาษมันตัวเบลล์รบตาดาเมื่อเป็นตัวนี้ไปยิงไปที่อย่างนั้นจะไปดาดมันจะไปจีต
this uh, understanding of selflessness. So the remedy to the reifying view of the perishing aggregates, uh, and then the remedy to this um, um, confusion about reality uh, is the actual reality itself. Um, so that's uh, that section. Um, so now we've gone through the first section which deals with the nature of ignorance. So there were three parts to that, um, to the nature of ignorance in Jayan Sheba's um, outline. And then the next category is uh, the divisions. Um, so then now we get to this next paragraph uh, uh, where we, we have the, the various divisions of ignorance. So it says, a Sangha's compendium uh, of knowledge states that there are two types of confusion. Confusion about karma and its effects and confusion about uh, the meaning of reality. Kanga lo gue. Ah. The kanga lo. Oh, the condition. Mubata la ina. Lenila mubata. The condition of ni yuetis. Tombo, nandu du jusulasa. Lenila mubata la tenanga sunjiagi. Lesa grace. Lesa. Niba the condition of maribata la tenanga dendu. So this is again uh, that second part according to Jayan Sheva where the categories are, or divisions are. Um, so it's... Uh, uh, this point is being made um, and can be found in a Sangha's compendium of knowledge and states that there are two types of confusion, confusion about karma and its effects and confusion about the meaning of reality. Through the first, you accumulate compositional activities for rebirth in the miserable realms. Um, so through confusion uh, about karma and its effects, uh, you create the karma for rebirth in the lower realms. Uh, and then through uh, confusion about the meaning of reality, uh, you create the karma for rebirth in the higher realms. Uh, so it says you accumulate the compositional activities for rebirth in the happy realms. Um, so this is the two uh, divisions that are found in this section. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so here when there are two different kinds of ignorance, confusion about karma and its effects, uh, and confusion about the nature of reality. So here this confusion about karma and its effects is an, um, having a lack of knowing. Uh, so uh, um, a lack of knowing uh, about uh, what causes what, and what the result of that is, and so forth. Um, so it's a lack of knowing, um, or a lack of understanding these things, and that is uh, ignorance about karma and its results. It's very difficult if we want to say, well, what are the causes for the higher realms? What are the causes for the lower realms? Uh, it's difficult to know the answer to this. So the um, confusion about the meaning of reality is referring to the uh, grasping at phenomena as being truly established. Um, so um, the, the meaning of reality um, is referring to um, uh, the, the selflessness of phenomena, but being confused about that is seeing phenomena as being truly established. So this first category, which is referred, uh, is ignorance. Uh, when we look at the picture of the wheel of existence, uh, we see a blind man um, being depicted uh, there. Uh, and this is uh, the first link of the 12 links, ignorance. So this uh, next category, or the next link of the 12 links, is comp compositional activity. And in the picture of the wheel of existence, we see somebody uh, making things, uh, making uh, pots or making plates or cups. Um, so there's uh, someone who's making something in this. Okay, so 
So compositional activity is karma. There are two kinds of karma, non-meritorious karma, which impels miserable rebirths, and meritorious karma, which impels happy rebirths. Hmm. <laughs> Okay. Um, so this uh, next um it's going back to the two mind-only schools. It's mind-only following scripture and mind-only following reasoning. These are the two divisions, uh, by the way. Uh, so number two, um, compositional activity is karma. There are two kinds of karma. Non-meritorious karma, which impels miserable rebirths, and meritorious karma, which impels happy rebirths. The latter is further divided into two types. Meritorious karma, which impels happy rebirths into the desire realm, and uh, invariable karma, which impels happy rebirths into the higher deities realm. So if we were to say, um, what type of karma impels uh, higher realm deity rebirth, we would say invariable karma. And if we were asked to posit uh, what kind of um, um, uh, karma impels happy rebirth in the desire realm, we would say uh, meritorious karma. Uh, and these are the um, two types of uh, um, uh, of, of meritorious uh, karma. Um, Nobody should be 
So Jayan Shiva says in this uh, third category, which is consciousness, we also have these two categories of nature um, and divisions. Um, so, um, so first, uh, nature uh, deals with, the, it says, uh, what's presented in the sutras, and those are six types of consciousness. Eye consciousness, ears consciousness, nose consciousness, tongue consciousness, tactile consciousness, and mental consciousness. So. Uh, these are the, the six types of consciousness. Um, so it says in the sutras, the Buddha speaks about the six types of consciousness. Now, nonetheless, here the principal consciousness is the fundamental consciousness, according to those who assert that such a consciousness exists, or the mental consciousness, according to those who do not assert this. Further, you become entangled in and accumulate non-virtuous karma through your ignorance of the fact that the suffering of pain arises from non-virtue. These latent karmic propensities infuse your consciousness. The consciousness of the lifetime in which this happens is the consciousness of the causal period. While that which enters the birthplace in the durable realm in the future and in dependence on the causal period consciousness is the consciousness of the effect period. Uh, so, uh, take some. ソバナシロナシタナナシワテタカンテクンジュケレンエナワテチョワレンエトクンジュケレンエレスクンジュケメレナイジナバシュケレチョワレンエレスワテアネ就要两个人,我就说,那,千几家,但是这里也要个千几家,我就说,但是这里也要个千几家,我就说,那,千几家,我就说,那,千几家,我就说,那,千几家,我就说,那,千几家,我就说,那,千几家,我就说,那,千几
according to the mind-only school, there's this fundamental consciousness. According to the middle way autonomy or prasangika, it's just the mental consciousness itself. Um, but there is a fundamental consciousness, an eighth consciousness that we find in the mind-only school. And it's stated that that is what um, is going from lifetime uh, to lifetime. Um, so it, it depends on uh, which school we're speaking of um, when we're, we say uh, this either mental consciousness uh, or this fundamental consciousness. Karma chi, you're right. Yeah. Okay, so then Judu Okay, so now uh, the first, uh, so we're in the consciousness section. Um, so first we have uh, the nature, the ngol, uh, and then we have divisions. Um, so first the nature, we get into the six consciousnesses. Uh, so there's the eye consciousness, ear consciousness, nose consciousness, tongue consciousness, tactile consciousness, uh, and mental consciousness. Uh, so the, the six <coughs> types of consciousness. And then we get into the two types, the, the two divisions. So the two divisions refer to uh, the consciousness of the causal period, uh, and then the consciousness of the uh, effect period. Uh, so we'll uh, read through this. Um, it says, Further, you become entangled in and accumulate non-virtuous karma through your ignorance of the fact that the suffering of pain arises from non-virtue. These latent karmic propensities infuse your consciousness. The consciousness of the lifetime in which this happens is the consciousness of the causal period. Um, so when we're accumulating non-virtue, we're leaving uh, predispositions or imprints of that, um, and that's the causal period consciousness, that, and that's what this is referring to. Uh, so this is the first of the two divisions. And it says, while that which enters the birthplace in a miserable realm in the future and in dependence on the causal period consciousness is the consciousness of the effect period. So it's actually the consciousness that 
um, enters the birthplace in that lower realm because of the consciousness of the causal period. Um, so these are the two divisions um, that are uh, pointed out. Then <laughs> So then the next paragraph deals with the, the two categories of the uh, uh, um, causal, um, the consciousness of the causal period, uh, which is the accumulation of, of virtuous uh, or meritorious or invariable karma, and then the consciousness of the resultant period, uh, which is the fruition of the higher realm rebirth. So here it says, Likewise, due to the power of your confusion about the reality of selflessness, you perceive happy realms to be happy, not understanding that they are actually miserable. Through such misperceptions, you accumulate meritorious and invariable karma. The consciousness of the lifetime in which you accumulate such karma is the consciousness of the causal period, while that which in dependence on this enters a happy rebirth in either the desire realm or the higher deities realms is the consciousness of the effect period. So this shows how the um, imprints of virtue or invariable, or meritorious or invariable karma are left, or predispositions are left, and this becomes the causal period, and as a, as a result of those imprints of the causal period, we have this uh, consciousness of the resultant period that is then born into the higher realms as a result of that cause. Um, so, uh, these are the, um, each of these have these two divisions. The, the non-meritorious has these causal and resultant period, and then the meritorious and invariable uh, have this causal and resultant period of consciousness. Um, so in number three, uh, consciousness, we see on the um, wheel of life uh, a monkey. So, uh, in the ignorance picture, we have someone blind. Uh, in the compositional activity, there's someone who's a maker of things, cups and so forth. And then the consciousness, uh, we have a monkey. Mm -hmm. Number four, name and form. Uh, you see a boat in the picture. <laughs> 
ジェジェナバジェジェテレメジーポンボスジュジェマイポンボジェテレメジーポンボログレスジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメジュメ
Okay, so we go over three. So there are three natures that are presented in Jayan Sheva's um, commentary on these six sources. So the first is the womb rebirth. Uh, the second um, is a spontaneous rebirth. Uh, and then the third is referring to birth from uh, egg or moisture. Um, so th these are the three categories. If you are born from a womb, four sources, the eyes, ears, nose, and tongue, are formed through the further development of name, that is consciousness, and the oblong mass of the fertilized ovum in which consciousness initially enters. The physical and mental sources, however, exist from the time of the fertilized ovum, the time of name and form. Uh, so this fertilized ovum is the, at the when there is this name and form, this parents' substances uniting. If you are born spontaneously, so this is two, there are no such stages, since your sources form simultaneously with your entering rebirth. Uh, and then number three, however, for those born from eggs or those uh, born from moisture, the explanation is similar to the explanation of those born from a womb. With the exception of the word womb, this is explained in the level of yogic deeds. So this is Master Asanga's text, level of yogic deeds, and uh, we find this presentation there. <laughs> Uh, so the five, six sources have a picture of a house. Mm. So there's a picture of a house. ジュディジェナ、ジュディジェナソンバ、ゴンアンリチョワサ。うん。タンガバジシワテ、ガバジシルバ。ガバジシロワトカバトンバジチロワ。ねえ、えわ。うん。タイワテレ、ネジュジ
So they Okay. Um, so I want to go back. The six sources. Um, the categories are um, uh, so doubt. So the first category is the nature. Uh, so there are these three categories of nature, uh, and then I guess a doubt is the second category that's being presented. Nobody <laughs> Make so it says, then, this being the case, once name and form are established, you have an actual body. When the six sources are established, so here the six sources are the um, eye source, ear, the je che dru, mi wombo, nai wombo, che wombo, the wombo, dru. Mi wombo, nai wombo, che dru, the matter Okay, je che dru. So these sources are the sense powers. I. Uh, sense power, eye, eye sense power, nose sense power, tongue, uh, tactile, um, again, I'm all, eye, nose, tongue, tactile, ear uh, um, sense powers. Um, so that's what this is referring to, or the um, various sense powers, the six sources. Drupa, Gare, Ichiwambo, oh, mental source is the sixth. When the six sources are established, the experiencer has been created. Because the particulars of the body of form, the five physical sources do not exist in the formless realm. So now we move on, Rimche said to contact. Um, so contact, we find uh, two people embracing on the picture of the wheel of existence. Uh, this is contact. 
So there's a in number seven uh, feeling. There's a picture. Of, maybe she's moved on. Uh, number seven feeling. There's a picture of an arrow in the eye, um, on the on the wheel of life. When sensory objects, sensory faculty, and consciousness come together, you distinguish three object, uh, types of objects, attractive, unattractive, and neutral. The passage where a sutra says caused by the six sources refers to sensory objects as well as consciousness. So here we have two people embracing. Feeling, corresponding to contacts, discrimination of the three types of objects, there occur three sorts of feelings, pleasant, painful, and neutral. So here feeling, we have an arrow and an eye. Number eight, craving. We have a picture of someone drinking alcohol. ตะตะนาชุยเจนชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจนเนสชุยเจน
Uh, so you have an objects, and then you have the sense power, eye sense power, for instance. Uh, and then uh, the sense power it, uh, enables the eye consciousness to perceive it. Uh, and then to discriminate uh, it and then say it's attractive, unattractive, or neutral based on this uh, apprehension uh, of the object, this coming together of the object, the power, and the consciousness itself. Uh, so that's the contact that's taking place, this coming together of the object, the observer, uh, and the power, empowering agent to make the observation possible. Um, so that's uh, number six. So it refers to the sensory object itself that comes in contact with, um, as well as the consciousness apprehending. So then feeling takes place. Corresponding to contacts, discrimination of the three types of objects, there occur three sorts of feelings, pleasant, painful, and neutral. So you have a pleasant feeling when you um, uh, discriminate an object and believe that it's attractive. Um, so then you have this pleasant uh, feeling, and when you see it as unattractive, you have kind of a painful or angry feeling, and then when you see it as neutral, you kind of have this equal feeling, of this kind of feeling of equanimity um, or neutral feeling that, that takes place uh, based on uh, this um, contact that has happened between the object, the power itself, and the consciousness um, and then um, what has been discriminated, uh, how, the, how the objects have been discriminated, uh, and then the reaction to um, that discrimination, um, and then the, the feeling or emotion that coincides with it being pleasant for that which has been apprehended as attractive, unpleasant by something that's unattractive and neutral, or equal for something that's neutral. So it's similar to the that uh, quote where that if there is uh, the desirous, uh, that which is desired uh, isn't present, attachment um, uh, attachment can't be. And if that which is um, uh, undesirable isn't present, then anger can't arise. Uh, so we, we find the same kind of idea between the, the, that which is desirable or attractive bringing about this uh, attachment or, or um, happiness confused happiness, uh, pleasant here it's translated as, and then this uh, pain that takes place as a result of the unattractive. Okay, so, um, so number eight, uh, cra um, craving, uh, we have the picture of the, the monkey, and then Sipa uh, Jie. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. So number eight, craving. We have a picture of someone drinking alcohol. 
So when we divide uh, the 12 links of dependent origination uh, into the two categories of truth of suffering uh, and truth of origin, we can say that seven of the links are the truth of suffering. Uh, so the second link, um, uh, which is compositional uh, activity, the third link, consciousness, the fourth link, uh, name and form, uh, the fifth link, the six sources, uh, the sixth, uh, hold on, did I say the second? Here, let me, let me rephrase this. Okay, so uh, what would fall into the category of the truth of suffering um, would be uh, the third link of consciousness, uh, the fourth link of name and form, the fifth link of the six sources, uh, the sixth link of contact, uh, the seventh link of feeling, uh, and then uh, the eleventh link of birth, and then twelfth link of aging and death. And then under the category of origin, we have the first link of ignorance, uh, the eighth link of craving, the ninth link of grasping, uh, the tenth link of um, potential existence, and then also the second link of which is karma or compositional activity. So uh, this is how we divide uh, the 12 links of dependent origination into two. So if we want to look at a kind of shortened version of, of uh, existence, then we look at the truth of uh, suffering and the truth of origin of suffering. And if we want to expand our understanding of truth and origin, then we look at the 12 of <coughs> dependent origination. Dun <laughs> 
So there's a quote that says, um, the first, the eighth, and the ninth are afflictions, the second and the tenth are karma. Uh, so, and categorically fall under origin. And the other seven are truth of suffering. So I need you. Um, so going back to number five, the six sources, kind of where we left off, uh, Rinpoche said, um, so the, the second section deals with the doubt um, and the uh, point that's made here. It says, this being the case, once name and form are established, you have an actual body. When the six sources are established, the experiencer has been created because the particulars of the body have been formed. The five physical sources do not exist in the formless realm. Lambert, 
So number eight, which is craving, um, is where we have uh, the picture of the alcohol being drunk. So number nine, uh, there's a, a picture of a monkey uh, taking a piece of fruit, which is grasping. Um, ゆなばじゃらさゆなばじゃら ジュトラタワ。わたてのごばてねばてのもじゃんわ。ね。ごばねばてぺじとじゃごろ。ごばねばろ。にばよんでたジュトラソワチャビチャバニワレンバ。ジュトラタワニワレンバ。てね。タワ
Uh, so, number eight, uh, craving, says uh, th- this means, so Rinpoche was looking at number nine. He said that there's a lot of information there. We have uh, the four types of objects, and then we have holding on to what you want, yearning after, and attaching to the sensuous forms and sounds, for example, to bad views, including the reifying view of the perishing aggregates, to ethical discipline associated with bad views and bad conduct, and to the view of the perishing aggregates. Number two, holding on to views. Three, holding on to ethical discipline and conduct. And four, holding on to assertions that there is a self. Rinpoche read that and then went back up to number eight and said this means both, uh, which is craving, and said this means, read it, this means both craving not to be separated from unpleasant feelings, uh, so there's an attachment to not be separated from pleasant things, and then there's an attachment to being uh, separated from painful things. Uh, so not being separated from happy things and then being attached to uh, being separated from painful things. Uh, and says the statement in a sutra that craving is caused by feeling means that feelings accompanied by ignorance cause craving. Where there is no ignorance, craving does not occur, even if feelings are present. So in the case of a faux destroyer, we have feelings present, but there's no craving. So, uh, therefore, uh, I, I mean, there's no ignorance. So, therefore, there's no craving that occurs. Photo <coughs> destroyer has has a feeling, um, but there's ig- ignorance. So, ignorance being taken away causes craving to be taken away. This being the case, contact is the experiencing of the object, and feeling is the experiencing of birth or the fruition of karma. Hence, when these two are complete, experience is complete. There are three types of craving, one for each of the three realms. Uh, so form, uh, Rinpoche mentioned this before, and this is where I backed up because I think I misread something. Um, but the three realms are speaking of the desire realm, form realm, and formless realm. 
so it looks like we're out of time. Um, so why don't we end here, and we'll be back next time. Uh, so next, uh, in the future, we'll go over this slowly. So let's do the concluding mandala offering uh, dedication prayer. Thank you everyone for coming. The fundamental ground is scented with incense and strewn with flowers, adorned with Mount Meru, the four continents, the sun and the moon. I imagine this as a Buddha land and offer it. May all sentient beings enjoy this pure realm. I dedicate whatever virtues I have collected for the benefit of the teachings and of all sentient beings, and in particular for the essential teachings of Venerable Ozandrapa to shine forever. I send forth this jeweled mandala to you, precious Guru. I dedicate all this virtue to emulate the knowledge of the hero Manjushri and likewise to Mantavadra as well. With whatever dedication is praised as supreme by all the conquerors who traverse three times, I also dedicate all my roots of virtue for the sake of auspicious deeds. In that pure land surrounded by snowy mountains, you are the source of all benefit and happiness. All powerful Abulgateshvara, Tenzin Yatso, may stay until samsara's end. I pray for the long life of the precious Kensar Wandak, upholder of scriptural and realizational doctrines, spiritual friend who trained extensively in the five great philosophical texts with exceptional wisdom and perseverance.